What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B with three underscores on Instagram. I'm super excited for this week's episode, and I know I say it every week because, let's be honest, the episodes are always good every single week, okay? We have something for everyone, and even if you don't listen weekly, I there's always an episode for you in in progress, okay? I promise. Um, this week, I'm very excited because we brought back the original plan of last week, which if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you have to. Um, the funniest throwback to the teenage drama, the the car sex, the sex when people aren't supposed to be having sex, the sex when your mom walks in, your grandma walks in, or your brother records you on audio and shows your mom. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you have to. It just kind of takes you back, makes you LOL a little bit. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe get you reminiscent on your own stories. So this week though, we kind of went back on track and we have in the building, my husband, my my dear friend, today's co-host, Wyatt Pfeiffer. <laughs> Hello. What an introduction. I know. I, I don't know why I said my dear best, friend. My best buddy, good old pal. Yeah, my my best friend in the whole world, <laughs> Wyatt Piper. Um, so we're going to be chatting today, answering some of your guys' questions, as well as just kind of talking and catching up with you guys with what is new. Um, obviously, you know, I've talked to you a bunch throughout the past episodes of just life updates, baby updates, pregnancy updates, um, wearing the pants updates. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Haha. <laughs> um, but I've just kind of given you guys a lowdown and what um, some of our dynamic looks like right now and encourage you guys to continue to even follow your own dreams and take your own leaps and bounds. So today we have Wyatt um, fresh, fresh off of corporate America in the world. I know it feels good of being a dad and making his own business. Yep. Yep. Big jump. But so far, I love it. There's no doubt. Mental health, sky high. Yeah. I mean, I, c- I couldn't imagine being able to have the opportunity to do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, I haven't even, honestly, I, I, I don't even think that really this is the first time we've actually talked about this. Like actually, like the, details behind it and just how much better I feel. I've mentioned it obviously, but I mean the change, especially when you knew and you know, it was the right move. You have the support that I did, um, friends, family, and of course does, which we'll get into those details. But I mean, it was just such a good feeling and weight off the shoulders knowing that I'm making the right move for me, my family, I'm supported. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's been, it's been great so far. I know it's going to have still up its its ups and downs, but take it as it comes. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to be diving into that a little bit more in detail here um, when we start the episode. But first, a little bit of housekeeping. Obviously, if you guys haven't already, please take a hot minute. You can literally do it right now while you're listening to this podcast. Like you, you don't even have to do anything random. Just open up the app you're listening on. Give this a five-star rating. Drop now. a... Now! <laughs> Right now, drop a little review, you know, love, love the pod, LOL, 
like I'm not asking you for nine paragraphs. Okay, this is an Amazon. I don't need an in-depth review, but just drop a little or, line. Or if you do, make it as funny as some of the top Amazon long detailed <laughs> reviews. Very some detailed. Some of those are so good. It's true. Some people genuinely go on there to troll, which is funny. It's like even on Amazon, but they're trolls. funny. So know when you're funny. No, 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 I know, but it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, um, and also just ensure that you share this podcast with a friend this week, and maybe not even this specific podcast, but scroll through. If there's one that jumps out and you're like, oh my God, my friend fucked her uncle too. I should send her this tell me a secret episode. Um, you could be in good good place and she could finally feel seen from someone else on the podcast. So make sure that you share. Um, we do have new merch. Um, Buff Bunny Collection Swim launched yesterday. So if you miss some of it, like you're probably fucked. However, get on, check and see if there's any styles in stock. And I will give you a heads up. Usually within about two weeks from launch, people will start returning items that didn't fit them. Or maybe they just got it. And like I've done multiple times, ordered two, you know, and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't mean to do hit two or whatever. I was in a hurry. So they'll start to get stuff back into the warehouse. So if you're someone who's really looking for a piece, stay tuned, kind of stay up to date on the website because you would be very surprised at how many pieces come back in stock, but there might only be a few of them. So um, definitely make sure that you do that. I think that's kind of it, honestly. Um, April 3rd, Shreds launches. Um, get an app program, use code DESB. I mean, this episode's going to be packed, so I don't want to waste too much time in the beginning like we Alani. usually do, like fucking around. What? Alani, pre-workout. Well, I know what. It's not the time. What do you mean it's not the time? It doesn't launch till the 28th. It's the 20th. Yeah, start marketing that bitch. I guess I just didn't know if I was allowed to. I don't think they dropped the campaign till the 28th. Well, that's awkward. Leave it in here. Okay. I'm literally going to get my spot taken, but it's fine. They're going <laughs> to literally kick me off the team. <laughs> um, just well, kidding. Tell them to kick me off the team instead. Okay. Like, Yeah, right, 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 right. I will. Um, other than that, um, I think that's kind of it, honestly. Um, there, there's really nothing much going on. Obviously, last Friday, we went to Bronson. So if you're listening to this, there is another baby update. Um, obviously, right now, as I always tell you guys, I record early. So fingers crossed, everything goes per usual as like it has the past three weeks now, which is very exciting. Um, and other than that, I mean... Let's get into the podcast. All right, guys. So I asked, you answered, not really. I asked and, and you asked back, which really is, is almost doesn't really make sense. But I asked you, ask us questions. You responded with, questions. <laughs> so today we are going to do an ANA um, and ask and ask, and then you're going to get a, an, an, an answer. We're doing a triple A, ask, 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 answer, answer, <laughs> ask, ask, answer. Um, and th that's the, today's topic. It's the new segment. That's the new segment, the AAA. The AAA meetings. The AAA meetings. Um, so 
Obviously, we're going to get into the position of chatting about Wyatt being um, unemployed. And uh, is that sensitive no. for you to like hear like, oh, yeah, you're unemployed? Not at all. No. Okay. Well, some people would be like, oh, my ego, you know, like. <sighs> I mean, I am unemployed, but it's also by choice. So I feel like it's a much different way of putting it than telling telling me that after Florida. And when I was transitioning, trying to find a job in Columbus, yeah, of course, I'd be like, yeah, I'm unemployed. That's awkward to talk about. Because right. I'm actively looking to be employed, but I'm not now, so therefore it's fine. Fair. Okay, well, yeah, so Wyatt's unemployed. He's making $0 every single day. And <laughs> how's that one feel? <laughs> um, he currently has no income. So, um, <laughs> like shit, thanks. <laughs> when you put low when you put it that way. <laughs> so we're going to get into the overarching, um, topic in one question, just about having a wife, having a sugar wife, sugar mama, <laughs> in the best way possible. Obviously we say it out of jokes, guys, we've had conversations about this, our, our finances, we are both very much on the same page, but it is funny to joke about and we don't it's been a running joke with friends for four years now oh i'm sure like they'll check in on me or i'll say i want to go do something they'll like did des give you an allowance this week for that or wow you're really spending a lot of money this week how much did des give you you know it's it, it is does funny. give you her debit card i'm not gonna lie it, it, it initially you know uh that passive aggressive kind of piss you off like oh uh, you know and i kind of lean into it or i say something <laughs> stupid back but it was actually kind of sensitive initially not necessarily sensitive but just like hey i'm fucking working too you know like what the hell but now at this point it's just like whatever yeah, right. of course look at her i mean yeah she is making money but we'll get into it yeah so we'll get into um des b being b standing for breadwinner we'll get into that but we do have just some fun questions um some things to en enjoy and talk about obviously last week being Valentine's Day, Wyatt um, did just a fantastic job. Um, one of the things that he gave me was a total like body massage. It was probably a good 30 minutes. I would say, I'd say gotta be 45. No, that total really? massage wise, probably about 30 minutes total. Um, but he like ran me a bath before and it was like lukewarm, you know, so like hashtag keep the baby safe and it had some bath bombs. I got my alone time. And then he had the whole bed set up as like a actual masseuse <laughs> to style. Um, there was candles on, he had like yoga music going with some rain in the background. Um, he used legit massage oil. It was super nice. It was actually it was great, great oil. Will link. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> he gave me a full body massage, but like, not just like your shitty dude, I wouldn't say shitty dude, but like not just your dude, like kind of trying, kind of like nah, whatever. Like he like looked up YouTube videos on how to like prenatal massage. He got on Pornhub, looked up, <laughs> looked up. <laughs> I literally looked up. I told her, I told her this when I told her, I was like, Hey, I'm looking at, uh, I actually looked up like how to massage a pregnant woman. And she goes, what on Pornhub or something? I was like, actually, basically. Yeah. Because I literally typed in the search bar how or what did I say? Massaging pregnant women. That's it, word for word what it typed and in. And Pornhub's like, Porn how to fuck a pregnant woman on a massage table? <laughs> no, but seriously, it was the first link, word for word, 
And of course, pregnancy pussy on massage table. <laughs> and of course, your curiosity is like you got to pick it. So it, it was just basically a lot of naked women getting massaged, and then of course we know how after about two minutes where that video goes. Yeah. So now why it's nude PC has viruses on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Porn. That's on my phone. That's Apple's problem. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was actually very nice. Like non, and I'm only saying this because w- ladies, if you're listening to this, you know. And we chat how, how guys have to make everything sexual, right? And it's like, can we just ever be touched without it leading to my vagina, no. you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was nice because Wyatt truly, like, maintained, like, a professional uh, appearance, you know, if you want to call it that. And he really wanted to just make it a, a very nice massage for me. And, and I just appreciated that because, especially in pregnancy, I mean being touched is hard enough. Cause you're already just like, Let you just feel like shit. Yeah. And you're already carrying around a, another baby and it's just, it's a lot sometimes. Right. So to be touched, um, sensually, but not sexually. Yeah. Um, it was, it was just nice. Right. It was yeah. like, I could just let my guard down and be okay with it. You know? So that was really great. Um, but Valentine's day was awesome. So I hope you guys did something. Um, I already posted this on my sunscreen and sarcasm 2.0 account, but if you guys have the opportunity to make, you know, maybe you woke up on the 15th and you conceived on the 14th, right? I just want to be the first one to tell you, congratulations. You're due in November. Um, (laughs) I'm so excited for you. And I just, I have a strong feeling that it's, it's going to be a girl. Um, so if you need a girl name, let me know. Cause I will not we never have, have one. Few. We have a few, we have good ones. We have good ones. Um, and if you want to pay me, I can give you that $10 um, a name, $10 per name per transaction. You can PayPal me or Venmo me. We're going to put them into an NFT. Yes. We're going <laughs> to, <laughs> <laughs> all this money's going to crypto. Um, but yeah, so congrats. And, um, let's get into some questions. So I think the first one that I do want to start with just cause we brought it up was, chatting about, and they just put this as a question, porn in relationships, question mark. And I feel like Wyatt and I have not really talked about it before. I know I've shared my thoughts on the podcast, so I'll go first. So that Wyatt's not like steering the, <laughs> steering the ship <laughs> so here. I, and he's so like I can, sunk. Uh, I could just like, yeah, so I can fit in. You go first. <laughs> no, it's fine. But I've mentioned before how I don't necessarily approve of it if it's not like if it's done in secrecy and if it's done if it's done out of not being pleasured by your partner like how do I say this I don't think you should be paying for an OnlyFans sure fair I, I can agree with that and I, if, I, I mean and I if, think just sorry but I feel like in in general why would you pay for an OnlyFans <laughs> like that there too. already is free porn plus I guarantee you could look them up. I think a lot Some of weirdos th- are out there. Just I think like, a lot of things with, with only fans though, is at least for the most part, you can actually support the creator when like people like Pornhub sometimes. Um, I think based off, which like I can get behind that. Like I, they, I mean, like I they don't it, treat their sex workers correctly. I think. Sure. Right. I, I guess if you're yeah making that argument, then sure. You can make only fans an argument for being better. But at that point, yeah. I mean, I just feel like unless communications open with that, I don't fuck with it. Um, and if you're doing it to get away from your significant other, I don't like approve of it either. So like if you were to like 
not want to have sex with your partner. So oh, you're like, well, oh, yeah, I'll just watch point, porn anyway. Way bigger problems than that. I, I, I agree. But yeah. I'm just saying it happens in relationships. You know, it's like, oh, why won't he touch me? It's like, well, he's over fantasizing what he thinks you should be doing based off of porn, which is like totally in left field. Like porn in most cases is not like realistic. Yeah. It can set a very absolutely. false facade. Well, absolutely. That's, Therefore, I mean, that's tainting like, a relationship. Therefore, if you can kind of just continue to pleasure each other or when you pleasure yourself, pleasure yourself to the thought of each other, then like that to me is just stronger. Sure. Right? Um, but yeah, so I, I don't think it'd be something that you would like break up or get a divorce over unless it becomes also an addiction because that's also very real. People yeah. get addicted to, to porn, which I don't know what that looks like, but I mean, I, I can only imagine it's kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, it's like any addiction. It definitely crosses the fine line of a hobby to Jesus Christ. What are you doing? <laughs> like, like what, like what is that? Like, what is a porn? Like, do you just you you think about it all the time? Like, isn't that how all guys operate already? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, honestly, I don't know. I I can't speak on that. I feel like I can understand. I feel like I can wrap my head around a lot of addictions because most addictions you think are substances, which I feel like anybody and everybody in this world has some sort of connection to like they understand it they know somebody that's been through it so when it comes to porn thing that is a for real secret like type of addiction and so i feel like that's a little bit more of an un i was about to say unsung hero (laughs) of addiction but it's not a hero you know what i'm getting at i feel like it's it's tougher to speak on because i don't i have no idea what an addiction would look like when it comes to that that side of things but probably yeah I'm sure they're on, they probably, at that point, I feel like you're officially addicted to porn if you can just sit there and watch it and just, just to watch. Right, like you're not If you're not actually, it. yeah, if you're not <laughs> acting on it, then at that point you got an issue. Like what, watch something else or at least make the time useful. Fair. Yeah, I think when you, when it just starts to interfere with your actual relationship is what's, when it's an issue. Yeah. And if it's like a real person, right? Like there's like, like if you were supporting a local creator in Michigan, right? It's like that's at that point that's, that's like that's, that's fucked that's up. Weird. Yeah, that's, like that's like wrong. That's weird because then they're like you could run into them. Yeah, I'm not gonna like send Wyatt a link and be like, "Hey, you should watch this one," but like, do you? I get you know. It's yeah. like I I think, yeah. <laughs> T- let's just say this though too. Watch porn rela- together in a relationship. Each relationship is so different. And it's also, there's chances for it to evolve as well. So like, just because you enter a relationship thinking X, Y, and Z, maybe you two end up thinking the other way. And then all of a sudden you're in an open relationship. You know, it's like, it's okay to evolve. It's okay to change and change your outlook as well. So just support people that aren't underage and also people that consent. Yeah. Okay, fair. Um, Maddox or I'm sorry, main ways that have changed your relationship, like that Maddox has changed virtually. So how have, has our relationship changed main ways since we've had Maddox? Um, honestly, it forces you, it, it almost forces you to acknowledge like how much do you really love this other person? And I say that because it comes time to where it's like, you can't just be like, ah, I'm sorry, I'll do it tomorrow. You can't have 10 of those you know, string together in the course of a month, you know, at that point, because if you're the one that's slacking or not pulling your weight, 
it, it's not hard to notice it and it's not hard because you know what goes into the day you understand the schedule of the kid after a while to where yeah I mean it just will cause extreme stress on the relationship and when it started I mean everybody's going to go through a figuring out period we parent probably uh, obviously 10 times different than even the next closest person that you know, would be a parent and how they set up their schedule or how they split up the duties. But, mm-hmm. you know, with us, we're very good. I've noticed over time of just understanding what each other need and what's like helpful and what's like fair. I feel like we're very realistic in that. Um, to where I would say, again, it just, the biggest thing is just, I guess, how, how is the question phrased again? Like, like main ways Maddox it, has changed, changed you guys. I would, yeah, I would just say like the appreciation and understanding for each other's time especially now with us working for ourselves. I would say for me, that's the best way I can try to put it. I'm, I don't want to ramble on too much to add more detail, but I feel like that's kind of what I'm getting at is just the appreciation for each other's time, the work that goes into raising a kid and understanding it does take two people, even though of course she did it by herself as a single mom, pretty much for two months when I was finishing up net jets. Two months. What? It was two months. Oh my god! I was like six. November, December. I left. I left at oh, the well, end I of get, August. It was. It was three months. Was four months. Half I'll give you four months. Okay, thanks. Ha- four I, months. I don't know. Half the time I was kneeling over a fucking toilet or feeling like shit. But that's my point. Is you so. were single momming it, so obviously you can do it to swing it back. But um, yeah, again, it just the balance. You have to appreciate each other and understand that you know you're both working hard. So. Yeah, and I think that uh, having grace too, because. Um, it is just not hard. It is not easy. It's so hard on the moms and I understand it takes two people to parent and like, I wouldn't be half the person I am as a parent without Wyatt. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, a lot of expectation falls back on the mom naturally. And there's just really no way around that. Like, sorry, it's just inevitable. Um, to where like having the grace as a husband towards your wife and avoiding over resenting her is very hard I could only imagine and so to (laughs) I mean have the grace and understanding that like this is such a short period of time in your life together and not allowing it to like ruin you I think is important um to just remind yourself of and compromise a little bit more than maybe what is normal in your relationship already yeah, and esta- honestly, establishing a routine, like we're starting to kind of get into a routine, which has been so nice. It's like you you just know when one or the other has, you know, spend more time maybe with Maddox or has done more that day. It is busy. And when they get back, the last thing you want to do is, you know, at the end of the day, last hour before he goes to bed is when he's the crankiest and, you know, going through that bedtime routine. Sometimes it's the last thing you want to do at the end of the day. So it's like just you know, be a human being and understand that, you know, day to day that, you know, okay, I'll step up. I'll put down what I'm doing for literally an hour. And then he's down. And by the time he's down, it feels like our lives are kind of back again. Fair. <laughs> it's funny. So it's like, this is like, like after this podcast, Des is going to go read and I'm going to sit on my computer a little bit more, do some other uh, work stuff, and then maybe play some video games for an hour. So it's just like nice to wind down, you know, do our own thing for a little bit and then come back and watch something on TV and fall asleep. Yeah. And I, I think it's just nice to still have your own alone time because being overstimulated with a toddler all day on top of just being pregnant on top of just me already working, 
doing like life, sometimes I like I need recharge by myself. That's how I operate personally. I think a lot of us do. However, for me, I feel like I need it a little bit more than some people that I just I come across to know. Um, I feel like most moms, though, like anybody that is a mom, I guarantee will understand exactly what sure like at, to no, a T hundred percent. Um, but it's so to have like our own thing and just be like, not, not that I don't want to like see you for the rest of the night, but being okay with like, Hey, we might just kind of meet up in bed and see like, you know, talk for 10 minutes and we're going to go to sleep. It's like, and not taking that personally being yeah, like, but, Oh, he didn't want to talk. Right. <laughs> it's like, I don't hanging out. Yeah. We've been hanging out though on and off throughout the day. So it's, right. it's fine. Um, so next questions, uh, work, uh, you know, honestly, a lot of these have to do with sex, um, <laughs> and libido and changes and a lot of just like different things in general, um, relating to sex. And I think that just goes to show that as, especially as women, we constantly feel degraded by our lack of libido compared to men. And I don't think that it's abnormal. Like, I just think that we, as women, we have a lot of other things going on. And especially if you're on birth control, um, if you're someone who's on an antidepressant or an ADHD type medicine or any type of medication, if you're someone going through postpartum, even up to two years, they consider you postpartum. There's a lot going on. Um, And so I think that as much as you can come across men who have low libido, it's just not as often. And so what we feel as women is constantly bombarded, making us feel abnormal. So a lot of women here, you know, have you struggled with a low libido phase? How do I, how do I want to have sex again on birth control, non-existent sex drive? How do I help, um, roles changing in sex? How can I make it better? Does the pressure of having sex, um, cause you two to argue, et cetera. Like it, there's literally so many questions about sex. And I think that it's fair to chat openly about it because I mean, we're married, we have sex, like, you know, obviously, um, what? I know weird, but it's just important to normalize that. Like, we're not like fucking like bunnies, especially right now, especially in pregnancy, especially postpartum. Even it's been a hard two years, you know, since I got pregnant with Maddox, it's just, it's fucking hard. And I don't think that that's anything to be embarrassed of or ashamed. It's something we've had to work through. And I think that, um, you women out there who feel the same, it's okay. And I, and I want to normalize that. Cause I don't think that it's embarrassing to be like, yeah, it's, we don't do it all the time when we do. It's great quality over quantity <laughs> in our case. Um, and it doesn't make me feel like a good person. You know, half the time I feel like a sack of shit and I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. Um, but yeah, so definitely we've gone through periods of, uh, if you want to call it a sexual rut, sure. But again, I think that's where you just, you have grace and Wyatt definitely has a lot of that with me and understanding, um, as a guy versus maybe other men who well, I mean I feel like it's also comes down to don't be an asshole it's like there's a fine right. line of being open of like hey like what's going on like and yes it's going to probably come off a lot worse than maybe what what's going on but you know you have your conversation you move on you kind of suck it up you wake up that next morning and you realize you're like whatever because you're not <laughs> you know you're not turned on anymore so then you're waking up the next morning and you're like well I get it whatever you know move on uh, 
try again in a few days or see if she's feeling better, you know, later this week, you know, whatever it is. But I mean, I'm definitely not an asshole about it. Sometimes I can be, I know, and I'm sure I have, but I mean, I feel like if anything for guys, if any guys are listening to this at this point, we've heard just fucking hand, <laughs> hand the AirPods to your boyfriend right now or your significant yeah. other. No, you don't have to hand it to them. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody could benefit from the, I think this piece, but I feel like for guys, if you're ever in that position, it's like one, don't be an asshole. But two, I think from the guy's perspective, I feel like it's always best that if the quantity is down, that's fine. But like, make those moments quality when the guy is always trying and it's time or, you know, you're starting to get in the mood, let's say, or, you know, we have an idea that, you know, we, it could be leading to that in the next couple of days or tonight or whatever the case is like for the guys, make it special and make that extra effort, you know, put yourself out there. I know that Des is not the only one and it can be, you know, obviously sometimes intimidating depending on who you are, obviously when it comes down to that time, but put yourself out there because even though for some reason Des thinks that, you know, it's, she's shy or like it's awkward or if it's uncomfortable or like, I don't feel sexy. It's like, we're with you because you're it and we love you. So it's like, you put out that extra effort, you're going to get us so excited. And that's not just like a, oh my God, we're going to have sex. It's just like that effort of like, you know, being a little sexy on a random fucking Tuesday at 2 p.m. and just like making a joke or like looking at you a little funny. It's like, sure, that can provoke exactly what you guys are, you know, sending in questions about of leading something on. But, you know, in those moments, like branch out, make that actual extra effort that maybe is a little outside of your comfort zone. And I can guarantee you the guy's going to love it and that's going to be mean way more than the quantity if the quantity's down and i can say that from my point of view like i would i would love it and i I, and i do so if the quantity's down i'd love the extra effort or i love the desire for that but then again also everybody's kind of sexual preferences when it comes to what they do with their partner can vary but yeah i think though that like as a woman who might not want to have sex but is trying to just like maintain that like fun in a relationship or like maybe squeeze past their loved one and like kiss them on the neck or something and I mean you can reply to this what like sometimes I feel like men or whatever and I've told you this before exactly where you're going well it's an honest question so you know if you're like oh why it's love language is physical touch, right? If I were to like touch him any in any way, though, I sometimes <laughs> I, would, I get nervous. I get like, nervous oh, and and why it thinks that I want to fuck. Yeah, so I mean, honestly, like from a woman hearing that, why as a man, how can we pr- provide more touch? Maybe provide more love, make it intimate without making it penetrative. <laughs> like genuinely like how that's like a, how, mean, how do question, you encourage kind of, that because if I want to come up and hug you from behind and and kiss on you then it it in my opinion right it like goes right away to like well he's gonna think that I want to have sex so I I just shouldn't do it yeah it sounds that, terrible but like, like I mean honestly from a woman and I know I'm not the only one I, I, so I how know. do we talk about that which I knew that would be the follow-up and so that's like kind of the second part to what I was saying is just like 
it depends on a few things. Like for me, being a, a, a physical touch love language guy, depending on the context, I'll take it exactly as it is. Like if you, if I'm sitting there, like when you said I came up behind you, hugged you and kissed you or something, if I'm sitting there washing the dishes and you do that, my heart is full and I'm giddy and I'm pumped. Yeah, and your dick is hard. But that's, that's also <laughs> fine. But like in those know, moments, I'm just... like I'm not going to, we're not, you know, we have a kid, so it's just a little different, but let's say, you know, it's us being single. Of course, you know, I might take it differently on certain days, but, um, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 again, my best way is to say it depends on the preference of the guy, but from my input and how I always kind of have viewed it is if you came up and did something sexy or, you know, something provocative. And let's say I try to make a move instead of just like shutting it down or instantly turning that nice moment into a no, that's where it's like, you know, of course the guy's not being an asshole. There's caveats to this. This is very general, but for this example, that's where it's just like play it off even more as a tease. Lean into it. Lean into it and say no. And walk away and know that you're feeling sexy and what you did was sexy. And say no. Walk away and just say, you know, maybe in a few days or something like that. I don't know how the case may be. But, like, if you lean into it more and you say no, I mean, you got to think. The women have the power. And, you know, you always talk about it because of, you know, obviously just, I mean, the fuck everything you guys do. But in general... If you have that power, you have that power, you have whatever guys wants is really what I'm getting at. So if you're the one that holds that power position, but in a sexy way and telling us no, that's hot. That's a tease. And that's only going to make us more excited to where, yes, it could build up after a while. So, you you know, obviously we want to pick and choose your shots. If you're doing this 100 times a day, <laughs> I'm thinking we're, 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 we're going to go have sex. But, you know, if you spread that out over a week, you know, by time let's say you hook up Saturday and you got a week until you even touch each other again or something. You sprinkle those in over the course of the week and you know, like, Hey, I don't probably won't want to knowing my body. I'm not going to want to, or my feelings, I'm not going to want to for a few days or five days or a week. Just sprinkle them in here and there, mm -hmm. you know? And by time you're ready, we are super excited and yeah. it feels special. You know right, what I mean? Right. To where it's like, we've gotten the attention that we want because at the end of the day let's let's be honest i mean of course guys are always just want to have sex but it's it's also the attention you know yeah because guys are i mean and it's a very common mental health thing you know guys are supposed to be you know these strong people and you know physical touch uh you know i don't need that you know i'm a tough guy i i don't need a woman or stuff like that but like let's be honest men love being catered to they love being f made feel special so if you are making them feel special here and there throughout the week, being sexy, telling them no, but in a tease, fun, lighthearted way. It's all about how you deliver that. And knowing Des, I would know exactly when she actually means no, even if she played that role. Like yeah. I, I would yeah. know because I just know her and I know how our days work. I know how our schedules work to where, sure, you know, at night I might, you know, cop feel, kind of throw a feeler out. But at that point, if she says no, okay, whatever. Yeah. She, that was pretty cool what she did earlier. And like, I wouldn't mind doing that, ha seeing that a few more times. You know what I mean? Right. Long-winded way of answering that. But yeah, very I, was trying to, I was trying to give a general, general fucking answer. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I just, it's, it's okay to not fuck all the time. And I just want to say that for my ladies that listen, because I feel like you listen to a lot of other podcasts, which I do the same. And these girls that you listen to, they, they're fucking all the time. Right. And you're just like, what is wrong with me? I know sometimes it makes me feel so insecure. Cause I'm like, how are, how are these girls just throwing puss all the time? 
in what is wrong with me? Like it, it really does make you feel like shit. Um, so just know that like anyone can say anything, especially on the internet. If I wanted to put up a front to you guys and act like I fuck all the time, I could literally do it and you would never know. Oh, and I would lean into that. And, oh, and, and that why it, yeah, and exactly. That. And why I would be like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. I tied her up last night. Like the hawk tied her <laughs> and she's pregnant. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I mean, for example, I have a buddy, um, that will remain nameless. I'll tell you after, but it's just, <laughs> they, 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 they. He, me and him, we kind of talk openly about this stuff sometimes here and there, generally, genuinely when it comes up, but from our text and I know him through and through, I mean, he's a guy's guy. He's exactly the stereotype of what we're talking about, um, in a, in a great way. But, um, I mean, they definitely have sex. I would say more often because I feel like they both kind of have that to them. But at the same time, I can guarantee you as much as it feels like, oh, wow, man, they really, they do a lot. They're fucking oh, all that's, the time. That's great. You guys made a sex video. That's pretty hot. Would love to do that. But, you know, I probably, you know, Des probably isn't, you know, up for that right now. She's been pregnant basically for two years. Like, I can't bring that up or we can't really, I can't really experiment too much because, you know, she's pregnant. And she, I want her comfortable that if I get her in that mood, then I want to make the most out of it and not push any buttons. But, you know when it comes to that piece, it's just, yeah, Des waved me on. So now I lost my train of thought, but well, 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 you're the whole point was saying that, what is he talking big game? You have a friend that's talking the same big game yeah, well, saying that he fucks that, all the time. Yeah. But that's what I was trying to get at is they do. But at the same time, from my point, my point of view, I literally have told myself, I guarantee they are not hooking up as much in my mind that I think. And therefore, as much as I feel like I'm missing out on let's per se, you know, like, wow, that would be nice. But it's like, I guarantee they're not. Like, there's yeah, just no way. You can, it puts up a front. Is well, what, what are I'm you going to do? T text the significant other and be like, hey, just want to know, you guys fucking like this? It's like, anyone can ask. lie You'll about anything. Any, anyone can lie about anything. Um, so that was kind of a longer segment talking about that. But I think it's important because, again, you get, you get these people that you just think that they're fucking throwing around Tang all the time. And you're like, what? What? Is something wrong with me? And I know that's how I feel sometimes. So I hope I hope I can make some of you guys feel comfortable and know that, you know, we have great sex when we have sex, but it doesn't mean that we have it every single night. And that is okay. Not just how the cookie crumbles right now. Um, so take care of yourself and just, you know, keep that communication open. Leading with that. Imagine two years from now. What? Every night. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> well, yeah, there's going to be no chance for me to also get pregnant. So like, turn the fuck up. Um, what attracts you to each other the most non-sexually? Um, I mean, I feel like I've answered this in like 30 different question forms, but like, um, honestly, just, I don't know. It's hard to pick, but Des is one, her humor does kill me. I mean, her personality kills me. Um, but it's, it's accumulation, I think of just who she is with her work ethic, what she does, her, the pride in her work and the pride in what she does is fun because I'm, I, I'd like to think I have a very realistic perspective. So when she comes to me with business stuff, I enjoy talking about it because I feel like I can help provide, uh, you know, uh, you know, some extra information or something like that, but also just having those genuine conversations, knowing how much she cares. I, I just really enjoy it. I really enjoy watching her work. I enjoy talking about her work. I enjoy what she does. And I know she does is it obviously enjoys what she does, but 
um, I would say that that's definitely just watching you work your pride in things. You being a mom, of course, I mean, let's be honest. It's a blast. It's very, she's very natural, just as natural as she is talking to a mic. It's, it's just as fun in person. So I would say that's the exciting piece for me, non-sexually. <laughs> non-sexual like I feel like for me um I appreciate or like I like I guess what was it like what turns you guys on non-sexually I guess it's like yeah um it would be just like why it's willingness to like learn and I, I say learn lightly because I don't mean it like that but like coming into his like newer role you know as like this at home entrepreneur kind working on entrepreneur damn near stay at home dad dad <laughs> i was gonna say stay at home dad but I mean, but like you're working on other things but like i mean you're you're a huge help right now and so i think for you to come in and you know he's helped me like put things together and like hang up my mirrors and but let me put up my like little nail studio and uh if i if i say can you change laundry you know for the most part he does it <laughs> um i will forget that just will, like dishes, stuff like that. Like seeing his willingness to do things around the house um, when it's usually not his forte. Um, it's never. It's never it's, been. We talked been about this the other night. Like This is exactly what we talked about. Yeah, yeah, he's an only child and we, we won't like drag this one on, but he's an only child and basically he's used to being having everything done for him. And it, plain and simple. Like then he's not ashamed of that. That's just how... No. He was raised and it's like if he ever f even forgot anything, it was like, oh, mom took care of it anyway, which I would do the same exact thing for my son. Right. But at the end of the day, his mom only had him to worry about. So it was just like one track mind, you know, so everything was always done and he would go play sports and come back home and do whatever he wanted, you know, whatever. So with that being said, he's not truly not used to responsibility and even in college, he just had to show up for football practice, play football, go to class. And just be nice to my roommates who were my best friends. So yeah. at that point, that's also like, I don't want to be an asshole to them. So yeah, you know, I start picking it up. I can say I definitely picked up more things in college, but I would say that's a part of it in terms of just my natural habits. But right now, is this isn't like a, oh, I, I need to get out of this habit and I'm doing more. It's, it's honestly, it's more so literally straight up mental health. It, I was going to say, my, yeah. So I described this the best way possible, and I promise you it's short this time. But um, when I'm at work and I'm working a nine-to-five, when I get off work and I get home, sometimes it's later than six. But when I get home, the last thing I want to do for three hours before I sit in bed is stand on my feet for half of it and clean the house or make food and then clean the dishes and then sit down, have one hour to do what I want before I go to bed close my eyes and then I wake up and do the whole fucking thing over again. And then he that, comes home. I'm pissed because from I'm all not day help, and then because I I'm, come I'm, home and don't help. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was because just for my mental fucking health. Hard. <laughs> I didn't want to help because I'm like, I want to sit the fuck down and enjoy my house. You know, I want to enjoy spending time with you. I don't want to sit here and do laundry. I don't want to sit here and fold things for an hour and a half. Like it, it, it was totally a mental health thing. And I remember distinctly, thinking this during my time. And now that I'm back, it's like, I have no excuse. I had, didn't have an excuse there realistically, but that was just kind of how I viewed my time. I valued my free time. Um, and that's a huge reason what's bringing me to entrepreneurship is I value my time very much. I want to spend my time doing what I want to do with who I want to be with. 
But since I have this extra time in the day, there's no excuse for me not to help. And it would be just insane for me to blame it on being an only child and not having good habits to not help out and help my wife and kid. So my mentality has just changed. I'm like, I can happily help because I'm here to help. I see how much Des is doing. And because of me and watching her, it's like, I can't be that person that just sits here and does nothing. Mm -hmm. I have to help. And so in that case, it does bring me pride. So I do enjoy doing it now. Yeah. I mean, very much disclosure too. Like, I think I told you guys this a few months ago, but we were, I was looking for a nanny for help. Um, And so I do have a nanny that comes from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, Friday. She's fantastic. She's amazing. I go out. Love her. I hang out with her for, you know, here and there, 15 minutes. I'll take a little break. We'll chat. We'll talk. I see Maddox. I walk through the rooms. I see Maddox when I'm walking um, from like room to room for like my work. I'll go downstairs to the basement. I'll go work out. I'll see Maddox. You know, it's, it's just a nice like environment for him to be taken care of while also me still being around. And then obviously now Wyatt's back. So we both kind of like, it's just, we're, we're an omnipresence in the house, but he still gets like this best friend to play with all day. And it's, it's just been really great for both of us and our family. And for her, I mean, we get to like employ someone, right. And help them make extra money through the week, you know, et cetera, while they help and she's Us. doing what she loves and you can tell. Yeah, she she it's loves amazing. being a nanny. Um, and so anyways, I do just want to disclose that though because I don't want people like looking in and being like, oh wow, they how do they do it all all day? I do actually have help now. Um, and I've had her As for a, about four weeks now, this week. I think will be her fourth like official week. Well, the, yeah, so it's been a month since I've been back. <laughs> I was going to say, no, what, she, what do you think? Three, I think weeks? she started two weeks prior to you being back because well, that's not possible because I was here three weeks ago so if she's been here for four weeks I've been here for three well then then she's been working like a little <laughs> bit longer I'm just, okay I'm, I'm like well with you. well I'm just saying she's she because there was a few weeks basically I didn't even hire <laughs> her fast enough because I could have used so much more help throughout the duration oh, of being alone absolutely. um so really she came back and it was like nice cool why it's gonna be home next week fucking sick um but regardless she's still a huge help and um honestly worth budgeting into our finances. I mean, we, at the end of the day, for me to continue to bring income to this family and enhance, I have to fucking work. And in order for me to work, I cannot have Maddox. Like, it's just like going to a regular fucking job. I feel like sometimes people look at what I do and they're like, what do you do all day? It's like, I do a lot of fucking shit. Okay. I manage like 12 employees total. I have a lot of shit that I got to check in with do on top of other clients and i mean you guys can do it just her love for content so like you're always yeah you always always know that there's room for creating content i gotta edit i gotta upload i gotta phone and reply to comments is something so little but that's literally her working like she can easily work from is 7 a.m to Midnight. She could work 24 hours a day. Let's be honest. I mean, I, I mean, do. Realistically, you know what I mean? No it, yeah. You I don't turn it off. But regardless, um, when Wyatt and I discussed finances, uh, nanny was one of those things we needed to add in or else there was no way that he was going to be able to continue his entrepreneurship journey and then me sacrifice my income watching Maddox. Like there, there, or we couldn't, back, or vice versa, or vice versa. If he I'm couldn't take Maddox off. Day, there's no way there's I no, would have, I no would have done anything. And yeah. the amount of stuff I've already gotten done would have 
easily taken me another two to three weeks from this point if we didn't have one. Yeah. So it came to a point where we have to invest in ourselves even together as a business to have somebody help with Maddox. So it was, it's definitely a trade-off type of value situation. Yeah, it is. But I mean, honestly, I would pay our nanny just because she's a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> she's, <so good. laughs> she's awesome. Um, so anyways, let's get into our final topic. I know I didn't cover as many questions as I had. Holy shit. We just talked a while about all of them. I know. I'm sure um, she'll cut out some of my rambling. <laughs> I, wh- why it's not a podcaster. Okay. He, he doesn't know I'm when to stop. Guy. Yeah. He, he just I, keeps I'm talking. Sales by blood, and it's just so like, I talk. please stop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So our last kind of like leeway then is then talking about finances. Obviously right now, a few bills are still technically split. Um, we do not have a joint account. Um, we, we, we just kind of like here, you take the Wi-Fi. I take this, you take, you know, it's like, it just kind of split up. But that was also when we had zero financial education. Sure, sure. But yeah. we, but we just genuinely don't have any joint accounts. So no. that's always just a main question. Do you guys have a joint accounts? Like actually we don't, we just. We definitely will. Coming mm-hmm. up in the future. Probably not. Really? You don't <laughs> no, think I'm, just, so? I'm just kidding. Well, I, was um, say, I was like, well, she obviously <laughs> talked about this one already. Nice. No, I, I've never actually talked about it. I'd like, I would just like to see the benefits because I'm sure there's also benefits of like opening up certain um, things to have like a beneficiary on your accounts, et cetera, like in case of passing, in case of anything. Um, I almost choked on my spit. I caught myself, but Good. the one, the one thing that we do want to talk about though, is obviously I want to know the mentality behind seeing your wife, seeing a a woman bring in more money than you, be the sole proprietor, and how that makes you feel as a male, how that made you feel maybe before, like how did it make you feel when I was kind of kicking it off, right? And and maybe you weren't doing shit yet. (laughs) (laughs) And then- (laughs) And then- Again, like you said, your buddy's making fun of you. You know, maybe you look at their relationships too and they're both pulling equal weight. How does that make you feel? Or, or I'm, I'm just curious because yeah. I, I think as women, and I said this on my last episode, like we are supposed to have this uh, this pride in, uh, you know, if you are like a breadwinner, right? You're like, fuck yeah, I'm a woman and I fucking work for this. I'm a CEO and I'm boss babing and whatever. But then it's almost like you get in the situation and it's almost kind of nerve wracking because it's like, holy fuck, I really am in the situation where like, if I do not create income, this family is not surviving. And it's almost like weird I mean, to be the in the same thing as on the guy's side. It, it is. But I'm saying as a woman, it's weird to be in that position because typically you are kind of the stay at home mom and you just kind of pray your husband's going to bring home groceries and then you just kind of like keep taking care of the kids, you know? So yeah. it is weird to like be in let, like that legitimate situation where even if your total um, income was smaller still. Right. And I was still quote breadwinner. It's a little bit different when you like literally are making income and they're they're, You're like legitimately a stay at home dad, right? Take, take away your entrepreneur stuff that you're working on right now, essentially into society. You are a stay at home dad. Yeah, I am. So how to like talk about that? Um, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that, Oh, you know, what do I care? You know, Des is making all this money. Who the fuck? Like, what the what the hell does this matter? Like, that's awesome. This is great. You know, why wouldn't I want to be in this position? And you see even memes on Instagram of like, if my wife was making 300K a year uh, on this meme, 
And right. it just shows like Mr. Clean like dancing in one of the commercials, like scrubbing the fucking floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just happy as hell, just scrubbing floors. But it's like that's not how I really view it. Um, I don't think that's true. And I think guys are lying to themselves if they think they're really happy about it. And it's it's not just a guy thing that you have to be mad about it. I'm just saying there's a lot of factors that go into it. Mm -hmm. So for example, if Des is, you know, let's say a little condescending about it and on a consistent basis, I'm going to pick that up and it's going to eat me alive, but that's going to end up, you know, obviously hurting your relationship. But I would say for the most part, it started off with being kind of difficult. Um, I would say after you started making headway, not when you were getting up off the ground, I was pumped. I mean, we were kind of in the same position and, um, not definitely not in Florida, uh, kind of coming out of college. I feel like you were early. Okay. In, like right when I was yeah. kind of starting, like I you had a starting, few codes you, and got, you had some stuff rolling. You were making great money to be working for yourself to where it was like, Oh, fully justifiable way to go. Like that was awesome. And Fair. I'm going to get a job and I'm like, wow, we are setting up strong. And then all of a sudden after a year being in my job, Des continues to exponentially grow just with coaches with her community i mean you guys are amazing i can't thank you enough by the way and i can't believe i haven't even said that before but um, literally you guys are amazing with you know how great you are to her and for our family but um after a while you know i realize i'm like wait i don't necessarily love what i'm doing and then you see her loving what she's doing making exponentially more money with you and that kind of starts the obvious uh mindset of how can I make money for myself? Mm -hmm. Um, and that started, I would say in Florida after my first corporate job, I realized that, you know, there's something off. I didn't like it. I was coming off and off of being an athlete, which, you know, if there are any athletes that went from even high school, if you took massive pride in it to college, or if you're a collegiate athlete going out into the real world, I mean, the mental shift of knowing who you are was, is so tough by itself because I, I've always identified as a athlete as a football player. And now I'm just some other person in a cubicle making $45,000 a year gross income. And then I, ta my taxable take home is what, just maybe 35 like end up making 15 K a year. <laughs> it's just like, and then you think of the expenses. And so after a while, it's just like, what, what am I doing here? And then you just slowly start to see what they're doing. And of course you're happy, but it, you struggle with it because mm -hmm. you feel like you don't have the power. So like, you'll get into an argument as silly as the dishes. It almost feels like your argument is not valid because of how much more money they're making. Mm -hmm. If it's actually a substantial gap or in this case, you know, I'm making a, you know, my first job was like 45,000, um, gross income. And Des was just more than that to where it was like enough of a gap to where I was just, I just almost felt like I was not the decision maker. I couldn't go out right. and make her feel special, you know? Right. So that, that type of stuff that, you know, for me, I always like to be that person. I like to be somebody that's in a position that can provide and, like and feel confident and give and be a genuine person with the caregiving. But that slowly went away when I realized that why am I started to tell myself, why am I spending this money when Des has it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I would literally not have pride in gifts. Mm -hmm. I, there was literally even in the past year, I have been awful with gifts looking back at it. And all of a sudden I get back and I think of this very creative, super cheap Valentine's Gate Which Day gift and it was by like, far the best one. My love language is gifts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. But, um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's tough. No doubt. There's a lot of, again, there's a lot of caveats to it. And this is a very general answer. And there's a lot of dynamics that go into the relationship, but it, for every guy. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. So we definitely ask for support from the wife, from the girlfriend, fiance, and definitely, I, I can't say Des has ever done it, but the condescending things, if those ever happen, I mean, you're going to, you want to know the quickest way to completely squash any confidence in your, in your uh, boyfriend, husband, whatever the case is, then yeah, it's going to be, that's not good. Yeah. I think like you specifically, you really do need to know how to like speak to your significant other because it can be very hard sometimes to like, I don't want to say bite your tongue. Cause it's not like that, but like certain things you might be like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, like why I said, make sure, making sure that things aren't coming across as condescending. And I think when he first was, when he was about to like quit his job, like he was already quit, right? He's like two weeks left or whatever. And it was like certain things would be brought up and he would almost like take it very offensively. And it was like, whoa, like that's not how I meant it. But it was also like he was in such a fragile state of like fear of quitting and fear of like, wow, like I'm really doing this, whatever it might be. And so I think as a partner to be supportive in that. Um, and like I told him when we made this decision was like, I would have given anything to have had someone support me to take in, a jump in the, be in the beginning of my like journey. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I was able to, I mean, I did it. And I think the only reason I did it too, though, was because I was living at, at Wyatt's mom's house. And then I moved back home with my grandma. Like if I would have had to like pay my own rent or pay mortgage, pay a mortgage. You'd be five it, years behind. Yeah. Right I would now. be way behind. I, I mean, I would still be grinding, but it, I, it wouldn't have happened the same way. So like being older and then now, now married, you know, I wish that someone could have thrown money at me or, you know, inve like invested in me, even in time, you know, um, to help me elevate myself. So doing that for Wyatt, it's like, especially as a wife, like, what am I supposed to say? Like, no, sorry, you can work through it. I did it. It's like, <laughs> well, times were also very different. You know, we have a kid now and other shit's going on. Um, so I think it's just important to like trust your partner and encourage them. So like, if you're someone out there who wants to do a little fucking, you know, tumbler business, little, a little cricket cutout and fucking make ornaments, or you want to make fucking candles. I mean, just like go for it. Just try it and, and see what you can do. I mean, at the end of the day, especially as like a mini, even a mini entrepreneur to make an extra couple hundred bucks a it's month, not that tough. you can, anyone can do it. I I've learned so much when it comes to financial literacy in the past two years, because obviously this is kind of a sink or swim moment for me, obviously yeah. with, with, with working that I've dedicated a lot of learning in the past two years to where it's just like, it's just amazing what goes into the financial literacy of understanding what your money should go to and how anybody in this day and age, anybody can make money. And if you are struggling, I promise you, there is a way to make money. You have to dedicate yourself and it's so much easier than you think. Yeah. It's just the work and giving the time to do it. It's the work and the fear and working past, um, working past, uh, fuck, what's it called? Imposter syndrome. You know, I, sure. There, sure. There's, there's 900 Went people that. that make cups on Etsy that you look up fucking Starbucks tumbler. You will find thousands of fucking results 
But at the end of the day, those people are, someone is still making an order. And I think that's kind of what I've, I've I still work through it sometimes, you know, oh, why would I post this workout when someone else just posted a leg day workout too? It's like, but someone will still want to do your leg day. And then when they do it, someone will still want to buy your program. You know, it's like you just fucking do it. And guess what? Someone's always going to do what you do. Find a way to make it your own. Yep. Find a way to make it better. That's my thing. Anyone can copy what I do, but guess what? I'm always better than you. So that's, <laughs> a, <laughs> the, well, it's like the mentality you carry, right? You have to have that to, charisma have about, about what you produce. You have to be passionate about it and you have to take pride in it. Oh, well, yeah. Susie does the same thing. Sure. Well, I'm going to just continue to do it better than Susie. It's like, it doesn't need to be like conniving, right? Like everyone can succeed is my point. However, Plenty bring that sense. energy, bring that energy to you and be proud. So, and find that thing though. If they're like what she said, if there is something you want to do, you can see passion quicker than anything. I mean, like you can read somebody when they have passion and it's just funny. It's like, I've already had people reach out to me and be like, Hey, you look happy. Like, yeah. and it's like, it's true. Like yeah. without a doubt, like my mood has changed because I'm actually passionate about what I'm doing. And, and you know what? And I don't want to say this in a negative way, but when you take a leap and this just isn't why this is anyone out there who's like, you know what? Fuck my corporate job. I got $5,000 in savings. I'm going to figure it out. If you make that leap and you leave something and you, you sink. Okay. You sink, you learn a lesson and you sink. You go get another fucking job. I you go, you go interview and you find another fucking job for a short term period of time. And then you try again if you want to, you know, it's no, like, you do try again. That's the thing is like, you got to stick to your guns. If that's something you actually want to do, if it's a side hustle, let's say for the example of the store, uh, the candles or bottles and, or even if it's not, you just, you have to stick to your guns. You got to know that this is what you want to do. Very cheesy quote, but it's so true that I, I, which I have a handful of from football, but, um, just because you failed doesn't mean you're a failure. There's lessons in failure or not failure, there's lessons in failings. So you have to learn from those. And if you don't, then you aren't taking that fail failed action as a actual growing step. Then therefore you will stay down as they say. And yes, that's how you quit. That's how you become a failure or have this imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome in your mind. It's truly like I've told Des and I've even scared her with this conversation, but I'm like, bad things are going to happen. Like, I don't, it could be as simple as, oh, we lost $500. I was off by $500 on this thing. Or it could be 10, I mean, in the space of real estate, it could be 10 to $20,000 that you get into on mistakes. And while you can make those back by consistent work in those moments, it's going to feel like a punch in the face. But it's like, Des has failed many times we not have, not that much money <laughs> you have i'm saying it's not tied to money i'm saying you have failed <laughs> you have failed on something that could i guarantee directly correlate to loss of 20 yeah some, i mean tens I've of thousands of oh dollars. i mean i if you guys listen to my episode when i lost fifteen thousand dollars in that fucking mastermind yeah yeah that's, that's another that's example she, yeah I mean, it's just it but my point is is it whether it's monetary or not you have to trust what you're doing and trust the process. I know right. it sounds crazy, but the love for what you do is in the process. And if you don't put in the work during that process, then if you just reach a goal, it's not that fulfilling. What makes a goal fulfilling is the work you put in. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, you're going to fail, but 
those failures that you've accumulated and you've learned from and you've actually taken from and grown from by time you in five years you reached a goal that you never thought would be possible you will be out of your mind static it'll be on top of the world because of what you went through and yeah. I know I'm kind of soapboxing but it's it's I'm actually very passionate about the mindset of things well yeah and success is relative too so like very. your success of like oh my god I've made it your I've made it could be having 10 orders consistently each week and that's okay. Like if that's your, I made it, that that's fucking pay, awesome. That pay for your fucking Yeah, mortgage. that's your mortgage. That's your <laughs> like, car payment. That, like, that's awesome. That's great. It's amazing. Don't think that it's, oh my God, if I'm not Forbes 30 under 30, I'm fucked. That, 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 that is so relative. Also so political. Who gives a fuck yeah, about Forbes? Um, awards like that don't matter. Yeah, it's so stupid. Um, but don't, just don't place yourself there. And again, like if you have to, you know, pick up a little side gig, to continue to like make money to pay your rent, but you still really want to go for this hustle, you know, keep going for it. It's in, it's, if it's worth it for you, you will do it. And, and it will feel, and it will it. feel worth it. I mean, shit, I was shopping at Plato's closet. I was buying clothes, keeping the tags on them, returning them that after I wore them like that, that's where my life was for a few months. Cause I, I wasn't making dog shit. My student loans kicked in. It was f- fucking scary. And then, but I stuck to my guns and I, I kept doing it. And again, I lived at home too. Fuck it. Fuck it. Live at home if you can. So if you're someone out there wanting to get into, um, your passion, whatever that looks like, and maybe you're in a shitty, start small. maybe you're in a shitty job right now too, that you just hate. Maybe you're just a barista. Okay. Maybe you're just working at McDonald's. You have a little side gig. I encourage you to go on Instagram right now and message 10 influencers that you find, maybe under 100K, so they might see your message. Go to their email, find their email, email them and ask them for a position of either content creation, assistantship, answering emails, something, and say that you charge $17 an hour, Venmo, you know, or something. You, I promise you, there is someone that will employ you. Social media has only expanded the opportunity to work for other people and make extra money while you're doing it. Go on TikTok, DM people on TikTok. Hey, are you looking for uh, an assistant? You know, all these TikTokers are blowing up. They have no fucking clue what they're doing. Exactly. Find someone, find someone, stick, stick it out with them too. Believe in them, believe in their content. Yeah. Um, Pull a Gary V and like what he says, exactly what you're saying. He goes, but say you'll even work for free. Yeah. Get the experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, it does matter. Like, for example, I, in real estate, I realistically looking back, I would have loved out of college. Obviously I didn't know my path yet, but out of college, I would have loved to work a very low paying job in real estate just to learn more knowing that real estate could be the, the goal. So if you have an end goal of being a business owner, being this, being that in certain markets, certain verticals, Go into that vertical, submerge yourself, emerge yourself, submerge, submerge yourself, submerge yourself in that field that you want to be in. Even if the work's dog shit, one, your mental health is going to be better. You're going to love it. Mm -hmm. And two, you're going to learn so much to take home by yourself. I mean, that's exactly, for example, what Des did. She she just, the reason why she was successful is because she found something she loved so early and figured out, hey, wait, people will pay me to do this. Mm And so she's like, okay, fuck it. I'm doing it. I also was an assistant for a popular influencer for a short period of time. And, uh, 
why it's looking at me. <laughs> and uh, I actually helped this person with their fitness challenges um, with their promotion. I didn't know what the fuck they were doing or what involved, what was involved in them. But I helped this person just simply with promotion and Google Forms and how to like organize. And so through that, when I then started my own challenge, I had already done it for someone else. Like I created my system for someone else. And she realized that and that I was like, person was using it and it was working. Yes. And so she realized, wait, what the fuck? I know like what I'm why, Like why am I making this for someone else for with for free. free, damn near free when I get no clout from this? Not, I mean, at the time it wasn't about the clout, but it was like, but that's no, what at I, the time it was. but like, <laughs> I mean, that's what I wanted to do. Um, but I was using this person's presence they already had because it was exciting. So it was like, oh, I could never get this many people to do it with me. So like, I was so excited to, to you work. Were free flowing. You oh yeah, I was pressure, like, so yeah, no, no pressure. I was just able to like think freely. Think, oh, if I was in her position, this is what I would do. Um, and so yeah, like literally, that's low, that working. is like low key like a Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian type story. It um, really is. It really is. Except. Uh, she's still doing a little bit better than me if we <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay um all love well, so like i mean like kind of relative kim to, oh yeah very true very true kim to paris paris is paris on her is way to a billion still, paris is still crushing it she's paris is on her way to a billion she's like the original influencer i'm curious drop <laughs> drop your answer in the comments <laughs> but i'm curious who do you think is more wealthy wealthy or rich i know you can take this who do you think has more money and not to their family, but to their name themselves, Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton, because I firmly believe that it's Paris Hilton. I, I would say it's Paris Hilton, it's no doubt. It's Paris Hilton without a doubt. And if you think it's Kim K, You're your the opinion, <laughs> yeah, your wife, <laughs> <laughs> I won't even go there. I was, I was about to make it funny. Okay, I'll let it go. You're like, you're, you literally are the one that needs better help. Code Desby, <laughs> the sponsor Perfect. of That's today's podcast. Say. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so just honestly stick true to your guys' guns. Um, I, I'll definitely put that little poll on the Instagram today though. But yeah, that was a long-winded podcast. Sorry. We, we literally, I think, answered four questions. I know, but this is, again, I think this is like, this is what I like to talk about. So I can talk about this stuff for a long time. Yeah. So, if well, we're, de we're definitely going to do a Wyatt segment once a month. So we will get on here and talk some shit in some facet and keep up to date. Um, starting this past Friday, I did start a series on my TikTok. up until I give birth. Wyatt has promised me to uh, deliver. This is great. Wyatt's promised to deliver, to, <laughs> to deliver, deliver <laughs> to deliver a gift up until I deliver. So, Every Friday, we'll be doing an unboxing on my TikTok for a gift. Um, as of right now, he's planning on keeping them all like Amazon, kind of just finding crazy under 20 things. Bucks, something fun, yeah, but under 20 useful bucks, just, and funny. You yeah, know? So just, we're not just throwing money out the window and she throws it in the trash. But yeah. Just fun stuff. So we'll see what I'm going to get every single Friday. So if you haven't checked out what I got this past Friday, make sure you follow me on TikTok. Des B, again, with three underscores, just like literally anywhere fucking else. And... Um, <laughs> Again, if you guys are looking for therapy <laughs> because you think Paris Hilton is lesser than Kim K, um, you can use my code BetterHelp, uh, Desby for BetterHelp or www.betterhelp.com slash Desby. Um, this is a sponsored podcast by BetterHelp, hashtag ad, whatever the fuck I need to do to not get sued. I've used BetterHelp for over a year. I typically just kind of text with my therapist because I'm not able to totally always get on the phone or get on a video. Um, but I just absolutely love having that little bit of support on the sideline and someone cheering for me. 
How progressive of them texting. Yeah, that we we awesome. just yeah we just kind of chat sometimes. Huh? Yeah, it's they, that easy. I know. Well, I, yeah. Well, I I do tell them that I'm like on the border of insanity every day, yeah. so they're kind of <laughs> checking in on me. Well, we should probably get off the phone and stop texting. No. Literally, no. Um, but yeah, I, I love BetterHelp, and I I know a lot of people have different opinions on teletherapy, but for me, my schedule and the convenience girl, I cannot beat it. So, um, if you are someone looking to better yourself, um, and better this podcast, use code DESB for better help. It does support the podcast and the production behind it. So thank you guys for tuning in um, and turning up. Have an amazing Sunday. We will see you next week with another fresh, bright, and fun episode. And give us a five star. Thank you. Love you. Bye.